You know, Rachel, I think my bread and butter day to day is seeing people who are interested in timing their pregnancy and family planning. And there are so many different forms of birth control and contraception out there, which not only help with prevention of pregnancy, timing pregnancy, but also have a lot of medical advantages. That's why I'm so excited to speak today to Dr. Sophia Yen, who's the co-founder and CEO of Pandia Health, who has taken a new approach to provide access and accessibility and options to people who are interested in finding a birth control and a birth control delivery method that works for them. I'm very excited to welcome her, especially because she brings this different perspective as an adolescent pediatrician uh, to the table. And I really approach this as a gynecologist. So it'll be fascinating to hear what she has to say. Today, I think will be a mind meld. We have Dr. Dweck who spends her days in gynecology and Dr. Sophia Yen, who is an adolescent medicine specialist who spends her days and nights working on contraception. So I can't wait to see the intersection of these two minds. Welcome to the Business of the V. Hello, friends and colleagues. I'm Dr. Alyssa Dweck. And I'm Rachel Braunschirl. Each week, we bring you the most fascinating investors, inventors, entrepreneurs, academics, and healthcare practitioners who are making things happen in women's sexual and reproductive health. If you are a woman, know a woman, have a business, or care about your V health and wellness, fasten your seatbelts and listen in to another informative and inspiring episode. We are so excited to have today's guest, Dr. Sophia Yen, who is the CEO and co-founder of Pandia Health, as well as clinical associate professor at Stanford University School of Medicine. Sophia, welcome. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you and share with your listeners, hashtag periods optional. If you could describe your business model, how it breaks down between telehealth and revenues from subscriptions, as well as what states in the country you're able to either ship medicine or prescribe medicine. So uh, the financial model for Pandia Health is really owning a box that goes to women's doors every month, every three months. And this is a recession-proof subscription because in times of your money going down, you're going to get rid of the non-essentials, but you better have your birth control under control or you're going to have some crazy expense for the next 18, 35 years of your life. And so that is really the opportunity. And we're also... Um, in every package you can see here, we include your birth control, but we also include a goodie. So this is an opportunity for any consumer products, goods company, rather than Facebook, Google AdWords, Insta, where they can't taste, touch, feel your product. If you give us a sample of your new cookie, your new toothpaste, your new dental floss, your new eyeliner, these women will get it and they're like, oh, thank goodness, my birth control is here. Ooh, 
here's a new cookie. Here's a new eyeliner. Ooh, look at the way it makes my eyelashes look, you know, whatever. But this is a marketing opportunity to what we call marketing the box. Our telemedicine, we are not making any money on that. We are breaking even or losing money at $20 once a year to use our expert birth control physicians as many times as necessary for follow-up, breakthrough bleeding, et cetera, for the next 364 days. You can't beat that. And as I mentioned, um, if you don't have insurance, when you go to see a doctor, it's a blank check. You are on the hook for whatever that doctor charges. And I work at Stanford. I have no idea what they charge you. And it depends how long we spend, how complicated the situation is. It could be $250, $750. And we've taken an unknown and brought it to 20. And then for people who don't have insurance for birth control, um, it's $15 per pack of birth control pills. And that is roughly 180 bucks a year. And we've seen some women charge $60 per pack of birth control pills. So please, ladies, if you're on a birth control pill, know that 95% of them are generic. So even if you're on Sprintec, Esteria, um, some other ones, it is probably a generic. And if you can tolerate a generic, it's going to be $15 a pack, as opposed to I must have this name brand birth control. And so that is the model. Where can you help patients? Where can you ship products to and what states can you prescribe in? This is your test of my memory. So we can deliver to all 50 states. If you have a prescription from your doctor at a pharmacy and insurance, just tell us where it's at. We move it to our partner pharmacy. We can ship to all 50 states. And this is great if you're a young person going to college in New York or California and you're like, am I there? Am I not there? Am I there? Am I not there? We can follow you wherever you are. But if you need a prescription, we're currently in nine of the major states. So this is where my memory goes in alphabetical order. Order, a little mixed up. We have Arizona, California, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Texas, and uh, Washington, and Wyoming, and I think I forgot Nevada. And so the cool part is we can also do what I call birth control tourism. So if you happen to be going to Florida or Las Vegas or Los Angeles or SFO, if you are physically in San Francisco airport for one hour, fill out the questionnaire and we can legally serve you. But if you leave California and go to one of the nine, the not the 41 states that we are not legally allowed to serve you, we can only legally serve you from the prescription point of view while you are physically in our state. So please, if you're in our state, take advantage of our amazing service. When I met you in your, you know, in your dining room, you were in one, starting in one state and now you're in nine, it's amazing. You mentioned that the telehealth portion of your uh, business is not hugely profitable yet. How do you uh, retain and uh, attract uh, talent for your telehealth services? Well, um, to be honest, um, many of the physicians on our um, panel are doing this to help women. They're passionate and they want to increase access. Um, some of them are on the retiree stage. So you could imagine if you're a surgeon, you no longer want to be in the OR and have those horrible 5 a.m. to midnight hours and do the follow-up, et cetera. And writing birth control prescriptions is your way of serving and continuing to serve. We also have one physician whose kids are going off to college and she would love to just travel. And as long as she has her license in the state that we need her to have, she can service those people wherever she has internet. 
So it's nice and flexible. In the future, we're looking to get possibly the contracts with the insurance companies, and then we can bill them $75 to $150 an hour, which would be more like the value of the visit. But for now, we're going direct to consumer because right now, as you know, working with insurance companies, it's very difficult. I also would imagine that uh, you are saving people like me from the gazillion phone calls I get. I missed my pill. What do I do? I missed two pills. I forgot my pill and it's Sunday at 3 a.m. and I would like you to prescribe it right now, which yes. of course is going to send me to the uh, to the padded room. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm quite happy that there are resources of this uh, of this type. You know, I don't know if young women consider Pandia to be their primary care, but where do they go for a complication or a side effect from the pill? Yes. So because we are doctor, the only doctor-led company, I wanted to make sure that follow-ups were free. I didn't want anybody not showing up with bleeding like crazy, wacky bleeding, or minor kind of side effects because they were afraid of paying another $20 for a follow-up. So for $20, you get 364 days of service at no charge because I don't want anybody who has a side effect not to come to us. But for big side effects, it's always, you know, 911 or your primary care doctor. But if it's like weird bleeding or spotting or stuff like that, we're here for you. And people will text our patient care advisors or we have a, a HIPAA compliant chat that you can get on. And so our patient care advisor is kind of the middle person. You tell her what the issues are. They tell the physician, the physician reviews the situation and then brings it back to the patient care advisor to bring back to you. But I would say given our evidence-based cutting edge medication protocol, we've had 95% no problem. And then the 5% that do, I've actually written a paper taking the androgenic and progestational side effects of birth control and then multiplying it by the amount of androgen progesterone that's in it so that we know when to move up the androgenic side effects if they want more um, horniness, as I call it, or if they're having too much acne, then we tone down the androgen and then breakthrough bleeding, we turn up the progestational effect. So, so because of that, you know, we are different from other companies in that yeah. we are based on science. We have a ton of experience. And as I like to say, I've written 2000 prescriptions and more in two years. And I've been very conscious of the side effects because my goal is to make sure that everyone has the best possible experience to prevent unplanned pregnancy, but also all the, there's 70% of women using birth control that use it not for birth control. You know, I noticed on your site, such amazing content and material for education. Uh, I, I'm guessing you're responsible for most of that, but you know, honestly, that really just saves clinicians times like myself, because people are often asking, how do I know if the site I'm looking at has, you know, credible information, people, you know, especially young women who are learning things for the first time are doctor Googling at two in the morning because they're scared they've got something wrong. So um, is, is this, you know, uh, something that you're hopefully publicizing that there's such good content on your site? Yes. No, we are proud. You know, we're here to educate and share. And as I like to say, I live, breathe, eat and prescribe birth control and can talk at 24 seven. So please check us out on YouTube. We have videos with 260,000 views with no advertising, no promotion, because we know the questions women are asking, which is, 
first time on birth control, here's Dr. Yen's tips because I'm a birth control user and I prescribe a lot of birth control. So learn from my patients, learn from me, don't suffer, you know, learn from those that have come before you. And then in terms of our blogs, again, what are people asking? We're happy to answer those questions. And I'm also a top writer on Quora. So um, those I lately am not answering as much and more doing it on our platform. But please absolutely as physicians refer to our videos on YouTube on anything to do with the birth control pill patch ring. And we're also passionate about educating about emergency contraception and that the prescription emergency contraception is better than over the counter. And then my other PSA for today is anybody who is at risk of pregnancy, please check your body mass index. Just punch in the calculator real quick. If it's 26 or greater, plan B and its generics are useless. And we need to get that information out there because 60% of that population, of our population, this applies to. And they don't know. And if they use it, it won't work. Right, right. Um, I just wanted to ask about your demographic again. If you could just explain who, you, who are you mainly serving? Is it first-time pill users uh, and, and others? And secondly, if you could just speak to the sort of anti-hormone, anti-contraceptive pill sentiment that's in, I'm noticing in my world, if you could uh, speak to that. Yes. So our demographic ranges from the 13-year-old who's treating bad, evil periods that she can't go to school and she can't function, and her mom doesn't want to run to the pharmacy every single month to go get the medication, and would rather have it, set it and forget it, let Pandia worry so you don't have to, to the 55-year-old who's coming towards the end of her fertility and um, wants to, again, not have any weird, wacky, perimenopausal kind of bleeding situation. But our sweet spot is the 25-year-old young professional who's been on birth control and knows what a hassle it is to suffer from, I actually coined this term, never before heard of in medicine, pill anxiety. You get to that last week of pills, and if you don't get to the pharmacy, there will be a dire consequence. And we suffer from this subliminally for 20 to 30 years of our lives. So set it and forget it and let Pandia worry. In terms of the hormonal issue, there is a ton of people that have come out that are anti-hormonal. And I think it's really important for them to know that most of these non-hormonal methods have like a 20 to 30% failure rate. So everybody's all excited about FEXI. Everybody's all excited about natural cycles. And if you are perfectly the same all the time, which most women are not, then you will be okay on that method. If you aren't hormonal, like a lot of teenagers and young people who are horny and like, I want to have sex and I want to do it now. And it's your body pushing you to go that way then um, if you're not that way, then this method may be good for you. But if you are driven by hormones in any way, or if you get stressed out, it pushes your period one way or the other, these methods are not gonna work for you. I certainly believe in spermicide plus condom, but I would never use a spermicide alone because 30% failure rate. And then for people to know that if you get pregnant, the level of hormones are just gonna be crazy high. And that we want to also let anybody know that doesn't already know, hashtag periods optional. That, you know, what is natural, what we are doing nowadays is having 350 to 400 periods. And that is not natural. What is more natural, if you study the Dogon tribe in Mali, Africa, Dr. Beverly Strassman, a um, anthropologist, 100 periods in our lives. And then um, because we're having 350 to 400 periods, we're at risk of ovarian, endometrial, and colorectal cancer. Whereas at 100 periods, 
We are not. And so we want people to realize that by using hormones, we can approximate what is more natural, what is safer and decrease your risk of all these bad things. Yeah, you know, it used to be that only military women or uh, professional athletes would come in and desire to never have their period for obvious reason, but now it's uh, a, common, a common request for sure. With the number of patients you have going through and the number of prescriptions you've written over the past few years, um, you must have some really interesting data. Are you seeing trends in what kinds of birth control are more desirable for, for people at one age or another? Here's today's hot flash. It is astounding to me that in the US today, 45% of pregnancies are considered unplanned or unintended. I think a good portion of these pregnancies are due to barriers with access, whether it has to do with insurance or whether it has to do with difficulty getting to a healthcare practitioner's office or misinformation and fear about forms of contraception out there that might be acceptable. So because we are the only women-founded, women-led, the only doctor-led company, and specifically the only academic doctor-led company in birth control delivery, I love looking at the data on the side effects, on different ethnic differences and response, and we've actually had our patients self-report their ethnicity, and we're using pre-med and medical students to analyze that data. And what we've seen is we give people the option, do you want your period every month, every three months, every six months, or never? And so one thing we've seen is there's like a split. There's the every single month people, and then there's the never slash six months, you know, three months people. I'd say it's like 30% or every single month, and then the rest, you know, fill in those blanks. We've seen Asians are more open to skipping their periods entirely and maybe it's because it's an Asian doctor talking to Asian women, or maybe I'm presenting the science and the safety of it, and they're more into it and hasn't been, you know, pushed in their society that you need to bleed every single month. And so what I want to get across to everyone is if you're not on medication, you should bleed every single month starting two years after your first period. Until then, it can be a little whack. Um, but if you choose, we have medications and technology so that you don't have to bleed every single month. So I want anybody with a uterus that's bleeding one week out of four to know hashtag periods optional. Do you have an age limit, a younger age limit for your services? And, you know, in, a, in the instance of a particularly young person, does their parent have to, or guardian have to be involved? Absolutely. So because I'm adolescent medicine, I am quite aware of the minor consent laws state by state, and we adhere to every state's law. So in state of California, anybody of any age has the right to consent to the diagnosis, prevention, and treatment of pregnancy. However, if any time we feel that there is any kind of abuse, et cetera, then we are required by law or we lose our license to report to the police. So um, if anybody's under 14 or under, we'd be very concerned if they were sexually active and we would absolutely need to assess that this was a safe relationship or we would just simply say, go see your you know, personal doctor, you have a better relationship there. Um, in Florida, you, um, if you go to a Title 10 clinic, you can also have those confidential um, laws 
apply to you, but we are not a Title 10 clinic. And so anybody in Florida that's under 18, we need parental consent. And we ask patients, are you coming here in general for preventing unplanned pregnancy, acne, turning off your periods, or both? And if they say birth control, then they fit in a certain category. But if they say anything else, then we need parental consent. And so we will then contact the parents, make sure we have their name, their phone number, and their email, and make sure that we have their consent to do this. What do you see coming next? Is your objective to expand potentially what you deliver? Is it to expand into different states? Where do you see Pandia in the next 12 to 24 months? Yeah, so Pandia Health has always been about empowering women. We purposely chose um, Pandia, the Greek goddess of healing, light, full moon. And I made up the definition, I think it's fate. Pan is every, dia is day. So we have you covered every day, set it and forget it. And so we wanna be with you every day. So we wanna be with you for your entire vaginal uterine lifehood from age 14 <laughs> until the end of time. So we're starting with birth control. We're adding acne within the next month. And me being of menopausal age, all my friends want me to do menopause. And then anecdotally, menopause is the same medication as birth control. It's just one-tenth the dose. And then wrinkle and acne cream are actually the exact same medication. And so it is very easy for us to do this part. But you can also imagine we can um, do prenatal, postnatal. We're not going to do infertility, but we can tell you who's good and who's just trying to make a ton of money off of you. And so we want to build, we are building the online health brand that women trust. As the only women-founded, women-led, doctor-led company, we can claim that and no one else can. Wonderful. What a great story. And I love hearing it from an adolescent medicine standpoint because, you know, I'm all gyno. So uh, it's, it's great to get your perspective. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Don't forget, subscribe to our podcast at businessofthev.com for the latest trends and trendsetters in women's health and business.